Ow! <laughs> get his taint, Marley. You just get bit his, my butt! Get his delicious taint. You just bit my butt. Why'd you bite my butt? Don't do that. Podcast episode 95 with your hosts Tyler Dreiblatt, Sam Ginsburg, and Mike Boris. Here is Tyler Dreiblatt. Yes, thank you, Sam. All right, everybody. You can already tell I'm feeling much better this week. Starting it off strong. And uh, we've got Boris the Content King back with us, so that's nice too. How's it going, Boris? Doing pretty well. I hope I don't disappoint with the content, but. Other than that, you've set a high bar, so... We're never disappointed in you, buddy. Oh, thanks, Tyler. We know he's been on dates, because I was on one of them. <laughs> oh, oh, well, okay then. Yeah. but we I did... read dating advice, and they said, bring Sam Ginsburg with you on dates <laughs> to make sure they stay. I, I slept for most of it, so I wouldn't be too intrusive. That's dating advice from the same people who give you knuckle his taint. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, what's everybody drinking? Uh, I have Whole Hogs Limited Edition Russian Imperial Stout. 8.6%. Nice dark hue with a little bit of red in there. Came in a twisty, which I don't love. And yeah. uh, no real head, but for an 8.6, that's not really too bad. Now I'm going to give it a taste. I definitely don't think that this should say Russian and Imperial on it, because it's, it's, <laughs> it's not that dark or malty. It should kind of be, it should be bucking a little bit, and it's not, but it tastes good. Okay. Well, alright. At least it's not terrible. No, it's not terrible at all. Boris? I have Mobcraft Don Durio's Filthy Mustachio Durian and Cashew Pilsner. What so, the? Yeah, it's a Pilsner fermented with cashews and durian fruit, and it says on it, Durian, look it up, which I'm going to ask Sam to do now. Yeah, sure. I'll... I know it's like a f- an Asian fruit that they use in like Indian cuisine, I think, but I'm actually not sure exactly what it is. Isn't durian the stank fruit? Uh, well, we're on the Wikipedia page now. Let me do a quick control F for stank. Nothing coming up. Hmm. How about stink, maybe? Durian than booze, worse than a stinking hangover. That doesn't really... Durian the Uh stinky killing fruit? It's an external link. I thought I learned my lesson from that stupid kombucha tea about not Googling shit before I buy beer made with it, but let's see how this is. Yeah, I was pretty sure that's a stank fruit. They, like, don't let that on planes because it smells like dead people. Huh. Well, this is, honestly, the first sip just kind of tastes like a pretty, it's actually a little thicker than a Pilsner usually is, which I was kind of surprised. I poured it out, and it was just kind of this really gross, clear color. I don't know, I guess this is probably an average Pilsner color, but I was expecting something a little with a little more color to it. Almost no head, no lacing on the glass or anything, but yeah, it just sort of tastes like an average Pilsner, so. so you're not getting any... any odd fruit that you can't identify, or any nuttiness? There's definitely no stank. There's a little bit of cashew, which I guess I can kind of detect if I look for it, but I don't think I would have picked it up. And then it's a little sweeter than an average Pilsner. Hmm. So when I yeah. when I heard durian and cashew and Pilsner, I was really expecting a funky beer. And you're telling me it's not a very funky beer. No, it's not a very funky beer, which I guess in this case, it's not going to get like the highest score for originality, but at least I'll probably be able to finish the goddamn thing. Yeah. Um, okay. Just set it well, apart from kombucha. 
Kombucha Gate 2015. All right, so both yours and Sam's beers have been a little uh, misleading. Over, overhyped, we'll call them. Yeah. yeah. So I have Lagunitas Equinox, which is a pale oat ale. I don't think I've ever had a pale oat ale. I guess it's it's probably just going to be like a, a creamier pale ale. I don't know. It pours a, you know, a nice yellowy golden, not a lot of head. Oh, it's 8%. Pretty high. It smells like grapefruit and pine trees. And let's see what it tastes like. What a what an odd beer. Yeah, there's a little bit of a little bit of creaminess from the oats, I guess. Not as pronounced as like an oatmeal stout, but that makes sense. And it, it there's kinda like a a boozy hoppiness right at the front, and then it just fades away into kind of like creamy oatmeal taste. This is kind of a weird beer, just mouthfeel wise, I guess. But it's all right. I don't know. We'll see. Pretty confused about that beer. But um, so where have you been, Boris? Where have I been? I've been uh, – job search has been in full swing. Uh, I spent a weekend out in Des Moines, Iowa with friend of the show, Lurz Gern, and also oh. friend of the show, uh, Brian Smith, where we saw uh, Circa Survive and Brand New. Kind of made a weekend road trip out of that. Des Moines is a surprisingly nice city. It was pretty much abandoned when we were there, but they had a place – It's in Iowa. It's in Iowa, correct. Yeah, right. um, But it was kind of like the beginning of I Am Legend. Like, there was this huge city, not huge, but relatively large, like, urban sprawl, and just nobody, nobody in it. But it was really nice. Uh, we went to a place called Zombie Burger, which is, like, <laughs> a Bob's Burgers-type place. Like, all of the things are relatively clever puns and just really good food. Um, Zombie Burger. Were they just in the news for something? Maybe. I'm pretty sure. Hold on. I'm going to look up Zombie Burger. Okay. I'm pretty sure I was reading about them just the other day. This wasn't you, was it? Zombie Burger? Like, a shitload of people did a, like, a coordinated dine and dash. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. This was a Zombie Burger in Des Moines? Yep. From the Des Moines Register, May 4th. I'm trying to think of how they do that, because I think when I went, the one I went to is, like, you pay and then they make it, but... Oh, mm. but there was a part that was a sit-down restaurant. So this is where all the people in Iowa were, I think, because there was a line, like, out the door uh, to <laughs> just, like, pick up your food at the counter. And then there was, like, a sit-down restaurant that had, like, a three-hour wait. Wow. Wasn't it that good? I think relative to all the other non-existent restaurants in Des Moines, Iowa, it was pretty good. Uh, it was a really good burger. We got jalapeno poppers stuffed with goat cheese. Those are really good. Gross. Are you not into goat cheese? No, actually, the goat cheese is fine. I don't like peppers. Ah. Well, then, yeah, sounds, I guess, like you wouldn't like it. Uh, nope. <laughs> but we, we liked them. So, wait, what, what job were you looking for in Iowa? Nothing. This was just to see a brand new concert. Oh, um, oh okay. With Circa Survive. Yeah, we just went down for the weekend. All of my job search is located in Boston. I've officially signed a place, so I've got a, got a place to live there. Now I just need a way to pay for it. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Congrats. I'm still, like, apartment hunting is the worst. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about that last time so you haven't had any luck yeah. yet no i've seen a couple places but yeah they don't work so it sucks Oops. but we'll see you're looking day. to stay in the same town right yeah because i'm still going to be going to school here for like a year okay cool wait just a year. all right well um yeah probably hopefully oh. maybe a year and a half but hopefully just a year did did i miss us talking about uh the the beautiful women that boris has been going on dates and Jet-setting around with, I assume? Well, unless we're talking about Lars Gurren at Zombie Burger. No. <laughs> no, you didn't. So, where did I leave off 
last time. Uh, you were like, I got 30 dates on Tinder. Peace. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had um, two, I think, Tinder dates lined up for the same day. One of them got postponed by the girl. So I went to one of them after dashing home from Sam's house because I was going to be late uh, and getting my, my day drunk on. Uh, <coughs> I met this girl at a bar, and as soon as I walked in, I was like, oh, no, because she was a little bit heavier than her Tinder pictures led me to believe, which I don't know. I can't blame her for taking flattering pictures, I guess. But I still felt a little lied to. Yeah, I got got on OKCupid the same way once. And I, I don't know. I feel shallow for saying that, I guess. But at the same time, like, if I'm not attracted to someone, like, it's not really going to work out. Yeah, that's fair. So. I, yeah, I, I sympathize with you. I guess it's a hard, it's a difficult line to walk, being nice versus being true to what you yeah. like. But I mean, I think you just have to try to enjoy the date. Yeah. Like, knowing yeah. that you don't want it to evolve any from there. But just think of it as, like, this is another human in the world. And I'm going to learn about this human. This human is probably at least somewhat interesting. Yeah. Way to go, Sam. You said uh, something that was uh, kind of meaningful. Oh, shit. I gotta, I'm going to have to balance that out with a fuck bitches make money later, I guess. There you go. <laughs> or just right now. Fuck yeah. bitches make money. Um, yeah, so about five minutes into the date, she uh, drops that she had been previously engaged. Until, like, I guess somewhat recently. She's trying to rebound. And, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't think it was, like, it's not like last week they broke it off, but it was, like, no. somewhat recently. I think it came up in, like, a, like a how'd you end up in Madison icebreaker type question. She was just like, oh, yeah. I moved down here when I broke off an engagement, which I think is, I mean, it's a good answer, but still maybe something you don't bring up, like, five minutes into a first date with someone. I mean, she could have said, I moved down here after a breakup doesn't yeah. have to be an engagement. It doesn't even really have to be a breakup. Like, that... I needed a change of scenery. I don't know. Sure. There's tons of ways to say that. Uh, and she was, I don't know. Like, I enjoyed the date, like Sam said, but she wasn't super interesting enough to merit, like, follow-up. Right. And it's fucking Tinder, so I don't think anyone's expecting top-notch chivalry on dates <laughs> on that website. Right. Oh, man, did you guys hear about that fucking state lawmaker who like, introduced a bill to curtail gay rights, and he got caught sending his junk to, like, seven different dudes on Grinder. Yeah, I heard about that. That's awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> Midwest politics. What a literal dickhole. What a literal dickhole, huh? Yes, yeah. Did, did more stuff come out about him? Like, that he's a part of male anatomy? I, I don't get it. Anyway, um, go uh, on yeah. with your... What happened with you on, on the Tinder? Yeah, so that was that was match number one. That didn't work out well. We just kind of parted, and then I went to Brown's place and got drunk there. And then, so the next morning, I had a coffee date with uh, this girl. Do we, should we come up with a name for this one? This I, is the one that you met. Oh, sure. How about girl number one? No, th- let's not let's not number them. That's a little anti-feminist, <laughs> I guess. Can uh, we call her? Can we call her the waitress? The uh, waitress. Like, sure. Like from Sunny. Yeah, because you guys went to a coffee place. Okay, sure. Sure, okay, so... Uh, She's not a waitress, by the way. Yeah, whatever. Okay. The waitress and I uh, got coffee, and she was really cool. And it was really fun, and I enjoyed it. Uh, and I enjoyed hanging out with her. And so nice. I, um, yeah, so we did that. I saw her again the next weekend. We just, like, went to dinner, walked around. And I kind of got the vibe that... So, A, she's super, like, athletic. Like, she's doing an Ironman, which Whoa. is a triathlon <laughs> with, like... But just, like, outrageous amounts of each item. It's like a marathon, and it's a, a marathon like, at the end of a hundred mile bike ride and like a three mile swim or something. God damn it! And yeah, she just seems really like 
competitive. She went to Harvard. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and she wasn't like a dick about it, but she just seemed like really competitive. And um, so can we call her hardcore waitress? Hardcore waitress. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't want to call her the waitress anymore. I want to call her like Princess Amazonia. Sure, that's a that's a catchier name, I think. Let's Princess go Amazonia. Uh, so this uh, girl whose name evolves over time, and I got dinner. It was nice, but I kind of got like a non-sexual vibe from it. Like she was enjoying just hanging out as friends. I don't know. Um, and then the next weekend, I brought her to trivia at Sam's place. This was the last weekend, I think. To I guess she met the crew. Did she demolish you all in trivia because of her giant Harvard brain? She was more. She contributed more than Zach's girlfriend. Well, so <laughs> she contributed something. Right. Um, I don't know. There, she there had, were no questions about the Jonas Brothers, so Zach's girlfriend couldn't help. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> she had Is she a. 12? She contributed. I wouldn't say above average, but yeah. But so I haven't. I just kind of like haven't talked to her since then. Uh, and she also hasn't talked to me, so I guess she's okay with right. that. Uh, so that just kind of fizzled out. Right. That's probably good. She. She probably. You probably didn't have the stamina. <laughs> That's fair. Jesus, she would have yeah. wanted to bone for like three hours, and I would have just been like, no way. <laughs> she would have. You would have to be an Iron Man. Just, just put some Viagra in me and let me take a nap on my back, and you do whatever you gotta do. <laughs> I'll be like a fireman's pole. Yeah. <laughs> just a stationary object. Oh, gosh. That's about how good I am. Anyway. anyway so. um, <laughs> I did have, I had an interesting, I guess it's not a dating experience at all, but last night, Shoop, a uh, friend of the show, mustered the troops to go downtown. Oh, that's uh, sweet. I totally remember getting invited. Oh, wait, no, I don't. I'm gonna kill him. Oh, uh, but so we met at one of his friends' place, uh, hung out there for a bit, and then, as is the nature of going out with Shoop, uh, ended up at a gay club. Not Soto. This one was a different one. Woofs. Plan B. Plan B. Five. Plan B. Okay. Wait, was, was Soto the place where somebody got uh, drugged? Uh, yes. Shoop, Shoop thinks he may have gotten drugged. Right. We're suspicious okay, well, that Shoop got drugged. And then I think I'm that... Glad- I think Boris met a girl there, and I think also I told a story about the most badass moment of my life, and all of that was at Soda. What was the badass oh, okay. moment of your life? Go back and listen to the episodes, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'll just assume you did something mildly cool. It was okay. Yeah, no, I definitely, I think, hooked up with more people at Soda than anywhere else in Madison. Yeah. But yeah, so we went to a different one where uh, a guy like approached me, which happens somewhat frequently at Gay, gay clubs. Gay Were bars. you wearing a tank top? Probably. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> probably. Um, I don't actually remember what I was wearing, but it was probably a tank top. And, like, danced around for a while, and that's fine, whatever. And then he, like, went in for the kiss, and I was pretty drunk, and I was like, you know what? I've never tried this before. Wait, when you... Wait, when you... Okay, I have a couple of things. When you were dancing, was it, like, grinding? Or... A little bit. Okay. It was kind of like a border... And and I Borderline. know I know that isn't the first time you kissed a boy. No, but it's the first time I intentionally kissed a boy. That's fair. Uh, yeah, and so he kind of went in for it, and drunk Mike was like, "Hey, you know what? Maybe." Hey, hey you know what? I'm gonna lead this poor man on. Maybe. And so and... it it happened for like ten seconds, and I was like, eh, "Nah." Open mouth. A little bit. Okay. No tongue. Open mouth, no tongue. Okay. Right. You decided that you you were right, and it's not really for you. Yeah, it was, like, surprisingly a lot like kissing a girl. Like, he didn't have a beard or anything. So, like, you know... And he did, close have, a, your, and he did have a mouth. Close your eyes and it's, like, the same thing, I guess. Right. But it was just kind of, right. like... 
I don't know. Like knowing that there was a male body attached to that mouth was just a little, uh-huh. little too much. Right. And I wonder so, how much of that is our our built-in heteronormative impulses, and how much of it is that you just didn't enjoy it. Maybe yeah. he just was a bad kisser. Some people are bad kissers, regardless of gender not, or sexuality. He was not terrible. Okay. Not the worst I've had. Sure. I think he was also like, I like you know, did the the wrap around with the arms and just wrapping around like a broad-shouldered dude was a little weird too. Oh yeah, I can see that. The, there's there's more than just the mouth component to kiss. Yeah, and again, it was like I didn't hate it. It was just a little too weird for to keep going. So I stopped and I was like, sorry, I'm like straight, I guess. Sorry if that's confusing, but I thought I'd try it. And he was like, yeah, no worries. Like, he was super cool about it. He was like, yeah, no worries, Oh, okay. That's great, because if I was that guy, I might have destroyed you. <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I guess, I'm sorry, I'm straight, I guess. I'm like, motherfucker, just <laughs> seconds. Oh, you could have been like, you should have been like, I thought I was gay, but turns out I'm not. Bye. <laughs> that would have been weird. Is that like a pun at the end there? No, no, no it's just a... Uh... I get it. Wasn't, Thanks. Wasn't supposed to be. Wait, so, hold on. I That's that's a very interesting story you just told for us, and I appreciate you sharing it on the show. But I have a question for you. What's up? So, uh, you said, like, it's not the first time somebody's approached you at a gay club. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing most of the time you don't kiss them. So, like, Correct. when somebody comes up to you at a gay club, like, how do you just, like, say, do you just say, like, oh, no, I'm straight? Like, is that it? Mostly. Usually it's just, like, it'll involve them... Like, Shoop is super friendly and always just makes, like, a ton of friends at these things and brings them in, and there's always dancing involved. And so it's, like, they'll start to sort of cross the border of, like, just dancing near me to, like, dancing with me. And then after a while, if they try and keep going and start getting a little more aggressive, I'll usually just be like, hey, sorry, I'm straight. And it's, they've always been cool. And everybody's cool with it? Yeah. I mean, if you were hitting on a girl and she was like, sorry, I'm a lesbian, it's, like, the same concept, I think I would probably just be like, okay, like... Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And it is, I mean, it's, like, flattering. Like, I'm glad someone's attracted to me enough. Yeah. So. I would think anybody would be like, oh, you asshole. But I'm just wondering if it's, like, like, awkward or uncomfortable or whatever. But it sounds like it's all right. It's a little awkward, but, like, they're cool with it. I could see them being frustrated because it is a gay bar. And it's not like it's a gay bar and that means no straight people allowed. But, like, I think they go there because they're, like, you know, from a... From a mathematical perspective, it's hard to find other gay guys, so I'm going to go to this right. place where I know it's packed with gay guys. Oh, straight guys, this is the reason I came here is to get away from you people. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's also like, it's not like he bought me dinner or anything. Sure. Like, he spent about <laughs> yeah. all of two minutes investing in seeing if I was interested in him. Right. So it's not like I ruined his evening, he could just move on. Yeah, you should, you yeah. should go on Grindr I- and see how much money you can pump out of guys. <laughs> without pumping anything else out of them. You had to use the word pumped. And- <laughs> I, well, I, I realized it halfway through and kind of just went with it. That's my shoe bar. Yeah. Like, don't eat that. You know what is fun, though, if you have friends who have Grinder, is to just open it up. So Tinder will be like, this person is like two miles away. Grinder will tell you like in feet how far away that person is. And sometimes you can just like find people in the same restaurant as you or something. It's kind of a fun activity. So I, I don't have a smartphone. And if I did, I wouldn't be internet dating because of my girlfriend. Because so, your girlfriend might find out. Right, exactly. Yeah. They Fuck yeah. bitches and make money. They tend to significantly hinder <laughs> things like that. Yeah. She, mm, yeah. They, they hinder uh, the tinder, that's what I always say. <laughs> she, would, she would mangle my dangle, is what I say. <laughs> but um, Tinder is, Grinder 
what's the what's the difference between grinder and tinder? Like I know grinder is a little bit more grinder is for down. gay men. Grinder's for oh, gay men. It. Tinder's for you can be straight or you can set it to like show oh. you men or women. And and also grinder grinder is even though Tinder is mostly a hookup site, grinder is legitimately it's, a hookup it's, site. It's 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 all the way at the end of that spectrum. Oh. I didn't realize that Grinder was just for dudes. Yeah, it turns out yeah. that business model only works when there's two dudes involved. Yeah, if it was like, if hey, it was, you're right. thirty feet away, let's fuck now. Like, yeah, if it was if it was right. Tinder, then it would just be this poor woman standing, and it'll be like, there's there's a dude that wants to have sex with you, and he's standing right behind you, whispering in your ear because he knows he yeah. knows that you want to have sex, maybe. Oh my god, yeah. that would be so dangerous. Yeah, and that's yeah. exactly why that app is not how that works. Okay. Well, that makes that makes a lot more sense. Okay, thank you guys for clearing that up for me. Anytime you need uh, internet dating knowledge, just let us know. Or or gay it. dating knowledge. Or gay I dating guess. knowledge, apparently. Well, you never know. You know, the day might come where I might break up with Becca because I realize I'm a gay man. Mm. Well, I know all the hot bars in Madison. You should hit up. So yeah, that's true. When you come visit. Wonderful. Don't right. bother with Plan B. It's overrated. <laughs> Although that's where you met that Taylor Swift looking girl, right? Yeah. But that turned into nothing. Yeah, so. that turned into nothing. <laughs> if you, yeah, I guess, successful hookups go to soda. But all right, it's only been fifteen minutes. You really gotta pee again? <laughs> Damn it! This thing's a little pee machine. Breaking my balls, dude. You talking to three stacks? Yeah. It's not here. That's why I'm taking the dog out. Oh, uh, okay. There's no AP in the studio. It's anarchy. It's anarchy. <laughs> so wait, I didn't actually know that you were going back to school. What's the? Uh, yeah. Well, the... not totally. Okay. I'm taking a certificate course, so it's like a year, maybe a year and a half, and I can only take certain courses, but it's called the Environmental Education and Interpretation Certificate, and so hopefully I can use that and like my history degree to be like a park guide or like a docent or something like that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Would, so you so, try and stay around there? and. Yeah, well, I, I probably, once I'm done with school, I'm probably going to move. Yeah. It's like... Everybody who goes to this school has the same idea, kind of, and so all the jobs in the area, it, with that regard, are, are taken. Yeah. So, I don't know, I'll probably come back east, but I'm not sure how far east I'll go. Cool. Yep, yep, yep. So, I don't know, we'll see, we'll see. It's going to be like another year, year and a half, like I said, and, and then I'll have to actually make some decisions. <laughs> Word. Uh, what does Becca yeah. do? Right now, she works in um, an office supply slash, like, shipping company. Okay. And she works full-time. Eventually, she's going to go back to school because she didn't finish her degree, but I'm really not sure when or where. That's good that both of you, I guess, have jobs that you could kind of do pretty much anywhere. Yeah. So you're not, like, tied yeah. down to a city or an industry or anything. Yeah. You know, once I get this uh, certificate, it'll be a little more like, oh, I had to go places where there are natural parks or national parks or state parks or something. Yeah. But that's still like there's a state park in every state. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Boston cool. Boston's a nice city. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I, I've got all the, the tips on the gay bars, I think I'm going to move off this subject and we're going to talk about um, what I think is a really good idea, if not necessarily a super new idea. But it's Beer on Wheels, and it comes to us from Inlander.com. And there's a lady, I think she's in Portland, because of course. <laughs> but she owns a beer bar already called The Hop Shop, and she decided to also open a, a Tatmobile. So it's like a short bus, essentially, that has been converted into a mobile tap station. So like a food truck, but just beer. 
Okay. It does say catering on the side of it, so I'm not sure it's just beer. I think that's an advertisement for the restaurant. Uh, yeah, because I think it says space is limited, so they have to like be real sneaky to fit all the kegs in there. So Eight taps. Is the idea yeah. to like drive to different festivals or events and park there and serve beer out of your truck or like drive around the city while drinking beer served in is it like yeah. a bus that just does loops around the city or something and you can hop on and hop off? Because I actually just got a business badass. idea if that's not what it is. <laughs> that would be badass and maybe you should invest in that, but I don't think there's enough room in a short bus to, to drive around the city party. I think partying. you're gonna have some legal issues having people I don't know. I, that feels like an open container issue. Well, they have, like, yeah. party buses. That's true. Which, maybe they just say, like... Oh, wait, you just invented the party nobody bus. Nobody drinks on the party bus. But this would also be for, like, practical transportation. Like, I'd set up, like, yeah. kind of one or two main routes. And it's, like, it just comes by every 20 minutes. So if you're like, I need to like, get across town, but I could sure enjoy a frosty <laughs> brew while I do it. Right. It just, uh, it just plays that, that song from Doc, MF Doom. Like an ice cream truck, and everybody runs outside and buys beer. Wait, one beer by MF Doom? Yeah. I think we used that as the intro in, like, one of the first ten episodes. We sure did. There's only one beer left. Rappers screaming all in our ears like we're deaf. But, um, I, yeah, no, so the idea is that it goes around to, like, weddings and festivals and parties and stuff like that. Which I think is, I think it's a super cool idea. But I don't think this is necessarily new. Because I saw a whole bunch of, like beer slash liquor trucks running around the streets in Thailand. Yeah. And they were much more like what Boris was saying. They just like are a little truck that parks up on the street corner and all of a sudden they're like a 20-minute bar and people just like chill out and drink and then it drives away to some other place. I think that's that's kind of smart because when you're at a bar, like a lot of the mentality is kind of just like chilling and I guess when I finish my drink, I'll get another one. But if they're only there for 20 minutes, it's like it's like last call all night long, <laughs> yeah. people are rushing to get their drinks. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I think both of these ideas are cool. A Tatmobile driving up to festivals, that's a great idea. I think i think this lady has made a smart investment. Yeah, it seems like the only issue would be getting enough power to like keep the beer cold and drive the bus and everything. But I'm sure they figured that out fine. Yeah, well, I think originally... So originally it was like a short bus. And then it got it got turned into a shaved ice truck. So I think they probably have the technology to keep it cold. I mean, they, they have ice cream trucks, and you have to keep ice cream much colder. That's true. So yeah. this, is, this is not new technology that they're breaching. And I, I wonder, however, like, what is the range of this truck? Like, can it go out of state, or does it have to get licensed in another state if it wants to go there's and probably, serve beer in Oregon? There's got to be some, like, legal issues there. Yeah. Wait, did you yeah. say that they, need, they might need to get licensing if they want to go to Oregon? Well, it, I thought you said this was I'm, in Portland. Oh yeah, I meant I meant Washington. If they want to go all the way from Portland to Oregon, <laughs> right? No, you but like picked if they want to go, state and you chose the one that is. You're the worst well, West Coaster ever. Well, I hate it over here. No, that's not true. Yeah, no, that's pretty bad. I like Washington or Idaho or California or whatever. I, I just feel like maybe there would be some issues, but I don't know. I don't think to go there there would be issues, but I think actually setting up shop there, like you have to get a liquor license from your state to sell booze in most states i assume yeah i wouldn't be surprised but, if if it's if they can't even leave like city or county because i think a lot of those mm. liquor licenses are don't account are for the, the restaurant moving yeah <laughs> i mean if if you're licensed by the city of portland you're not licensed by the city of uh other city salem that's a place in oregon i'm pretty sure <laughs> yep 
yeah. capital. Well, yeah, I don't know. Eugene. I, don't know. I named another one. Uh, Newport. Oh, man, I know four whole cities in Oregon. You guys can suck it. You know, the guy who I watched a documentary the other day, this is kind of off topic, about the guy who brought back, like, glass pieces into the weed industry. And he was originally from Arcata and then moved to Eugene, Oregon, because the weed was supposed to be better. I wouldn't be surprised. It's a northwestern college town. Yeah, that's it. That's all. But anyway, props to the lady with the Tatmobile. I think it's cool. Yeah, um, I love this. I hope it works for her. Bring yep. that shit out to Madison. Although that right? would not come to the west side. I would never, ever see this. No. That's the thing is there's already a bar anywhere that makes sense to have a bar in Madison at yeah. least. So so maybe it would come to the west side then because there are not that many bars out here that I, I think like. If, if there were events out here, it would definitely come out. Yes, which I'm sure. sure there are. I just haven't looked looked them up. Anybody have any hilarious porn titles to share? I have I have one that I think we may have done a variation on. Oh, dear. Can you pull up the database? Because I just thought of one, but I'm going to guess that something like it's been done already. Oh, man, I thought of the best one yet. No, that's not true. I'm hyping it up too, uh, too much. But I've thought of I've thought of the best one in a while, in my own opinion. Okay. So do we each have one? We each have one. Cool. Woo! Well, you you can go last dip because you're so uh, confident in yours. Um, I know, right? I've hyped it up so much at this point. Oh wait, hold on. So I, I just cracked a mixtail. Are you unaware of these? I'm unaware of this. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> they taste like uh, they taste like fruit punch. We talked about them on the show once. I don't remember if you were there for that. Yeah. And then um, I had to buy them. I don't think I was there, but yeah, that's tasty. Yeah, I know. It's it's infuriating. It's it's 8%. And wow. it's going to get me hungover, but whatever. Yeah, I think the sugar to alcohol ratio is off yeah. there. I mean, well, they're yep. both very high. Well, 8%'s like, of the sugary alcoholic drinks I have, 8%'s like pretty low. Oh, really? Usually, usually I'm having like loaded up punch. I don't know what that is. Jungle juice. Like oh, like jungle punch, juice. Punch, but gotcha. like much higher than 8% alcohol. Right. But I mean, compared to like Smirnoff Ice, which oh, is yeah. crazy sugary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to start us off? Yeah, give me like 10 seconds though. Okay, do I want to start us off? You start us off. Okay. So this is a book that I believe was made into a movie, and it's about a man who is turned on by his wife being unfaithful to him forever. One flew over the cuckold's nest. That was exactly my... That's what I was well, going to guess, but I don't think it's correct. It's, it's not correct. Is cuckold in it? A variation on cuckold. An abbreviation, rather. It was a book that was made into a movie. I believe it was made into a movie. I'm not certain about that part. It, man, if this was just universe, it would be One Flew Over the Cuckold's Nest. Mine, I think mine is better than One Flew Over the Cuckold's Nest. Run, run it by me again. His... He's turned on by his wife being unfaithful forever. Cuck everlasting? Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not happy. See, I could have done fuck everlasting, but it's too easy. It's and too easy. Cuck's a little more interesting. <laughs> Don't take that low-hanging fruit, Sam. <laughs> Man, it's such, like, when I make these, when I think of titles, it, I always think it's such a waste when two naughty words rhyme, like, cuck, suck, and fuck all rhyme, and I'm like, oh, you should be different words. <laughs> right? Yeah. Of course. Right. Yeah. Um, so this is a movie. Uh, homosexuals who perform some pretty impressive feats. Gay? Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, moving on. Wait, alright. The rest of it. Every given some gay. Dog gay afternoon. <laughs> no, but those are both pretty good. <laughs> no, they're not. You each get one Boris point. <laughs> gay anything? <laughs> Again, no, That's a good but one. also pretty good. <laughs> Uh, so they perform some pretty impressive feats. Like, if you saw it, you'd be like, oh, that was pretty cool. 
Maybe they're done on like a bicycle or a skateboard or something. So there's like there's like tricks. Yeah. So like if you put those two words together, gay trick trick gay. Nothing. I got nothing. Oh my god, you're so close. If if that second word was plural and you said you said them. Trick? The gay tricks. The gay tricks. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. I'm, I did okay. all the work. God damn Don't it. groan like that was a bad porn title. I mean, it's not a great follow-up to Cuck Everlasting. Oh no, where's my dog? Oh, hey, get <laughs> off, man. You little bastard, not loud on there. <laughs> oh, he was being so quiet, though. I know. He's stuck up there like... He doesn't know he's not allowed up there, because... He's allowed up there if he's in my lap, but not he's by like, himself. The, he's just looking at you. He's giving you the most, like, what the fuck, Sam, look. I should have just left him up there and not let you tell pretext. I mean, I won't, but just, that goes nowhere towards training your dog to knock on no, the furniture. it doesn't. Just take a nap. Just take a nap, little man. Uh, what do you got, Dip? So, this is a movie. Well, it was a book and then a movie. It is about every gay person in the world ejaculating. At once? Not necessarily. Okay. Every gay person in the world ejaculating. I'm trying to figure out how it's everything's illuminated. It's not just, <laughs> it's not, not just illuminated, is it? <laughs> no. Okay, good. Because you did this say this was a pretty good one. I did. Uh, so is, you said gay in the clue, so I assume gay is not in the title. It is not. Uh, is it, like, homo or men? It is neither. Okay. It's not something I'm gonna have to bleep, is it? I don't think so. Uh-oh. I don't like where this is going. I think it's alright, I don't know. Okay. Um. I think, I think the book was written by Tom Clancy, if that helps you any. Rainbow Dicks? <laughs> 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 no, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, I don't know much Tom Clancy. It's all, like, military shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, I only know the ones they made into video games. But they made it into a movie? Yes. Okay, who starred in the movie? I don't know. I think Morgan Freeman was in it, but don't quote me on that. God, dude, that dude was in fucking everything. That doesn't narrow it down at all. Yeah. You guys should be guessing at words. What's another word for gay? Well, now I'm... Well, there's one that Sam's gonna have to bleep, and that's pretty much all I can think of. <laughs> not that one. Uh, does it necessarily mean a gay man, or is it just gay? You know, I think it's generally just, like, gay. Queer? Yep, that's the one. Woo! Okay, now give us the rest oh. of it. I forgot it all. It's plural. So it's it's every gay person in the world ejaculating. Uh, queer pressure. So que- queers. 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 Uh, queer and loathing in Las Vegas. <laughs> No, no, it's it's queers, the plural. I know, but I wanted to say it. Speaking of gay, uh, Sam has Remember Stax Loves You on his to-do list. It's three Stax <coughs> wrote that right before she left. God damn it. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted the general internet to be able to laugh at you for that. Sorry, my girlfriend she, loves me. Uh, did she be. take your balls with her on her journey? Hey-oh. I don't understand why her liking me means that my balls are gone. I don't know. <laughs> Because we're men, we don't express our feelings. God but damn she's it. expressing her feelings towards me. <laughs> so, so you've got you've got queers. See. All right. What's another word for ejaculate? Blast. Come. No. Jizz. Yep. Come. Come. Queers come. Queers coming together. <laughs> come queers. Queers come. Are there more words? There are more words. Queers come everywhere. Queers come together. No. no. Is it another sex word or is it just a fill-in word? No, you got okay. both the sex words. Okay. So is the original word fears? Yes. Fears? I, I don't think I know this movie, to be honest. I don't think I do either. Oh, that's too bad. Do you want me to just tell you? I, let me try and puzzle it out a little more. In the queers slash fears is the last word. Okay. And where does come come into it? It's the second word. There are five in total. Ugh. 
But you've got the only two changed words. Right. They come with the queers. Oh, you're so close. So is come the original word in the title? No. Okay. Fuck this. What is it? It's the come of all queers. Is that uh, the, the sum origin- of all fears. Yep. I, I assume. <laughs> I don't know. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, that probably was a good one that we just didn't get. I give it one out of one. Eh. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay. The most scientific rating system I've ever heard of. You either get a eh or you don't. Well, for a little while, well, by a little while, I mean one episode of the Flophouse podcast, they they rate movies. They change their rating system to just be the word eh, but but depending on like their inflection. So it's either eh or eh or eh. <laughs> so that's uh, less scientific, I think I would say. Alrighty. So after that, we should... You guys want to do another article? I'm going to do another article. Let's do another article. This one comes from mentalfloss.com. Oh, I used to get that magazine. It sounds like a website which would have a shitload of clickbait, but it seems kind of interesting, actually. So, yeah, like, the right side is uh, entirely clickbait. <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. But this that's article, exactly. I guess, is not. So, yeah. tell us so, about this. We so, all, we all know about beers being on nitro, right? We've all had a beer on nitro. Yeah. Yeah. So, for the listener who doesn't know, uh, putting a beer on nitro generally makes it creamier, smoother, kind of like like adding oats to a stout does. But, um, like, on and track. And very Pardon. less carbonated, which is my issue with nitro. But. Yeah. It yeah. can come across so, flat if it's done wrong. Yes. So, apparently, in New York City, birthplace of everything cool, I say sarcastically, they have taken the idea of nitrogenating beer and applied it to coffee. And they have nitro coffee, which also comes in a can. And apparently it tastes a lot like beer. So it's not, you know, this isn't directly a beer article. But Sam has mentioned a couple times how he drinks some tea because it reminds him of beer and it's socially acceptable to have in the workplace. And I would say most of America drink coffee on a regular basis. Yeah, let's let's talk so, to Boris about this. He's a big coffee guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. like really – so this has no beer in it at all. This is not like a very coffee-flavored beer. This is just nitrogenated coffee. Like I'm not actually sure how this got in our beer, the subreddit yeah. from which I steal all of the articles. Yeah. There is, there is nothing What's but coffee and nitrogen in here. And apparently it makes it taste like you, you have some cream and some sweetener in there. And that's just because it, it mm. reacts with the, the natural coffee that's already in there to be a little weird. So it sounds cool to me, and I don't even drink coffee. So if you got a big swinging dick like Boris and you like your coffee black, mm. would this be too sweet for you? My dick is big and sweet, swingy. So I think we Did can you all say big and sweet? Well, probably <laughs> probably that too. Let's be honest. Okay. Let's ask Lady Tinder about that. Uh, hey, let's actually not. That would be a really awkward question <laughs> yeah. to ask her. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Well, because that was my first reaction. Was like, this could be cool, but like, I feel I don't want it to be like sweet and creamy. But I don't think it would actually add that much. Like as much as dumping packets of Splenda does. Yeah. And I actually do, in my iced coffee, prefer a little bit of uh, half and half or something just to give it a little substance. Well, there um, you go. Yeah, I really can't explain why. It's just kind of how I like it. So, I don't know. I would definitely try this. Like, this would be awesome if I could find it. Yeah. Any idea where I could find it? Is it just in New York? It is made by... Who is it made by? God damn it. Bon Appetit, is that correct? No, they're just some They're just some dumps. Well, if you go to Bon Appetit, it will tell you where you can find some. They have a whole different article. Is it going to, like... Uh, let's see. I just want to see where I can find it, because if I can find it, I'll definitely have it on the show. 
Oh, they serve it on tap. Well, we oh, well, they, they, we know they also no, serve it. In they cans. serve it in cans too. Yeah, we saw pictures. I don't think I would ever go oh, to a coffee hey, place. Guys, you can get it in Madison. I can. Does it say that on here? That's super yeah, dude, specific. It serves, it serves it serves in glasses at Crescendo Espresso Bar and Music Cafe in Madison. Have you heard of that? Because I haven't heard of that. No. Yeah, I don't know what that is. But you can you can go try huh. it in a yeah, glass no. at this. Uh, that's so weird. Bar. It specifically mentions it lists, it lists exactly like it lists two cities. Uh, no, maybe like four, and one of them is Madison. So, uh, yeah. Do you think you can uh, do a little homework? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the only issue is like going to coffee shops. I don't really do because if I'm going to a coffee shop, it means it's either an evening or the weekend, and <laughs> that's when I'm drinking beer, not coffee. Uh, right. Because right. I don't know. I guess I could try and go in the morning next weekend. Because if I have coffee, like, even if I had this on the show, I wouldn't have too much, because otherwise I just wouldn't go to bed till like, 2 a.m. But... And also, Crescendo well, Espresso Bar and Music Cafe sounds so pretentious. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys are, are there, so I expect at least one of you to go try this. I, it has to be Boris. Because yeah. th- it could be the best coffee in the world, and our drink would be like, this tastes like pee-pee, I hate it! Because <laughs> I don't really like coffee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like... Two, less than two miles from my house. I'll definitely, I'll try and go next weekend. Awesome. Cool. Sounds good. Well, look at that. Look at that. Yeah, I think it sounds cool. Uh, I hope it tastes cool. And I guess we'll hear more about it later. Oh, shit. Speaking of, uh, speaking of homework that was done during the week, I watched every episode of Scrotal Recall. <laughs> oh, that no. keeps popping up in my Netflix queue, and I'm like, how is this a thing? Okay, so the thing about Scrotal Recall is that name is really off-putting, but it's actually a, a totally charming show, and I recommend it. Because it, it just makes okay. it sound like it's some sort of really shitty web series type thing. I think it's a Netflix original. I don't know. Yeah. Which makes it feel yeah, but... a little more homemade, but it, there's only six episodes, and they're like a half hour. Also, I've yet to find a Netflix original that I don't like. Yeah. Like, no, it's, everything they've made is at least worth the time it takes to watch. Yeah, so. they're good. And it's, so it's, Man, it's I... like, all, it's all told in flashback. So there's, like, mm-hmm. the main story in the present, and it's, like, he finds out that he has chlamydia and has to contact all of his exes, and it's, like, the story of how he met them and then him contacting them is pretty much the formula of the show. And one of in one of the flashbacks... Oh, okay, so we have to explain why I had to do this homework to Boris now, I think. Right. Yeah. Right. You're, right. you're the one who's actually in the wager, so you should, you should tell yeah. me. Yeah. Well, so last week, Jed and I were talking about this show um, because of the porn game. And I said that I would bet $100 that the main character ends up with the female friend who is helping him in his quest. And somehow we turned it around, so now Jed bet against me, and whoever loses has to get a tattoo financed by Samuel. Whoa, that's, a, that's some high stakes right there. Yeah, like went from 100 bucks yeah. to, to like a permanent emblem on your body. Yeah, I am really praying that I am right I, in this wait, bet. Which, which end were you on again? I said that he's going to wind up with this girl. Okay, so I think the show got renewed for a second season, but if it didn't, yeah. you have to get a tattoo. Yeah, if they cancel the show first, he doesn't end up with her. So Right. Uh, so as of as of the end of season one, spoilers for anyone who wants to watch Crota Recall, I mean, still do it because like, it's, it's predictable but still really entertaining. They bang in one of the flashbacks, but we specifically said hookups don't count. We said relationship. Yeah. And okay. then the, the very last scene of the last episode, his friend who's like the, ugh, I just like to bang chicks. Banging chicks is so cool. Love is lame. That friend just like yeah. 
kind of pushes them together and says, hey, by the way, he loves you. Peace! And then it's just like, oh. But also, at this point in the show, she is engaged. Mm. So I think the way that the show is trying to spin it is she's going to have to decide whether to leave her fiancé for him. But here's the thing. There's another female love interest that I think is way better for him than the main love interest. Uh. So if the show goes the way that I think it should, you have to get a tattoo. But if the show goes the way that most people probably think it should, then Jed will have to get a tattoo. Point point of order. Is the tattoo of the recipient's choosing? Uh, well, yeah. I, I have been evangelizing for my face, regardless. But <laughs> I, I think Jed, is, I think Jed is definitely not going to do that one. But Tyler might. How you really never know with me. Are yeah. there are there any sort of restrictions like size, location? I think you could get a dot between your toes, and that would fulfill the bet. But also be the most painful experience of your life. <laughs> I no, don't think but also be that everybody would call you a punk. Yeah, I mean that's. It's against the spirit of the bet. I think yeah. I think webbing doesn't hurt. I've heard that huh. the more on bone it is, the more it hurts. So I think webbing would be fine. Huh. Yeah. But God, I hope I don't have to get a tattoo. I really don't want one. I think Jed just wants a tattoo, and but wants a good excuse to do it. So someone's like, yeah. oh, you got a tattoo? It's so lame. You're like, hey, man, lost a bet. What are you going to do? Yeah. 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 And then we know you're not a Welch. Yeah. Yeah. Is that offensive? Uh, Welch? Isn't that... Like the, no, the, it's not like a Welsh person. It's I a think, Welsh person. I think it is a, like. Hold on. Well, now we gotta look. We're this googling up. this. Welsh. You might have to bleep that origin. Well, no, you don't bleep I, it. It's not a bad just, word. Are the terms Welsh and Welch really? I was shocked to realize that "gypped" is like a slur. Yeah. Well, Gips. yeah, "gyp" on gypsies, which it actually says I in know. the first hit of this article. Yeah, I never. I just never put it together. Oh, so it probably does come from that, but the English used it in the horse track racing and, and circuit. The English love hating on the Welsh, so this all falls English together. love hating everyone. That's dude. true, which is hilarious because they come from a shitty rainy country with shitty soggy food. So they make up for it by being probably the biggest <laughs> collective dick that a nation has ever been out of the world. Yeah, yeah. No, I think this is a thing that we're not supposed to say. I don't think anyone actually cares. Well, the Welsh might. Well, look around, Sam. How many Welsh do you see? I, I don't know, man. They're they're, what? they're everywhere. They're a very sneaky people. <laughs> Everyone says it. Wow. So now we're right. moving towards intentional racism as opposed to unintentional. Yeah. And that, that makes it funny. And that makes it funny. Well, I'm just going to try to distract from the races by urging everybody to watch a Scrotal Recall so that they have to make more episodes so that I don't have to tattoo myself. Alright, sounds good. Well, actually, I'll do my part by watching it at some point. Now let me let me do a quick do. Google here. Oh, fuck. It can't be over already. Scrotal <laughs> Recall Series 2. Champion. Uh, no, that, that, uh, hold on. First of all, it doesn't make you a champion. Just because they make more episodes doesn't mean the thing you think is going to happen and it happens in it. Yeah, uh, but at least I don't lose right now. It says release date to be announced. That so, sounds like they're making So that one. sounds like a, it will be released at some point. Oh, and then there was Tyler. So you, so all that it means is you survive. You are still in the bed. I, I have been granted a stay. Oh, man. The governor called right at the the last minute. I really just want this to run for seventy seasons, so that one of you has to get a tattoo when you're old as fuck. If if it if it ends when I'm eighty and I lose, I'm just gonna get your face over my face. <laughs> and then you'll you'll be a complete hit in the old folks' home. Will you get eighty yeah. year old Sam, or will you get? 
20-year-old Sam. That's a good question. 20-year-old Sam, I'll finally get some of that wrinkly poontang. Oh, yeah. Which Sam is so well-known for. Wait, what? <laughs> Sam does like the older ladies. That's a oh, true crap. fact. Oh, Sax is going to listen to this later, isn't Three she? Sax is a year younger than me. Actually, our, our breakup is coming up. Yeah, what? Yeah, so I'm a year and four days older than her, and I told her that I'm unwilling to date a girl who's two years younger. So on May 15th, which is my birthday, we break up. And then on May right, 19th, right. which is her birthday, we get back together. So I have a four-day oh, window to well. swoop in there. You do. She's still going to live here. I'm going to make her sleep in the guest room. But uh, right. I got a place. <laughs> yeah. You, she, may, nice. may, the, may the best you win. <laughs> oh, God, I just steal barley instead. Age, Wait, what? weirds me out. What would you say? I said... I said Becca's my brother's age, which weirds me out all yeah, the time. Yeah, Becca's a child, and you really just need yeah. to stop. Well, whatever. Are we are we done with this episode? Is that the end? I think the train's pulling into Ratingstown. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. I will go first. No, I won't. Absolutely will not go first. What am I thinking? Somebody else go first. That's weird. So I don't... Well, odd, will you okay. explain that to us? Well, I was like, I want to talk about my beer, but then I realized I don't actually know the rating. I just want to talk about, like, my impression of it i have to put a number to it so somebody else go first i always sort of come up with a number like kind of on the spot which probably makes my ratings slightly inconsistent but i don't right. know i talk about it for a minute and then see what i'm talking about but anyways i'll go first i had okay. mobcraft don durio's filthy mustachio it's a durian and cashew pilsner so they definitely i think they made a really good pilsner like it's light it's pretty crisp it's 5.1 so i guess that's probably average for pilsner maybe a little above average a little high yeah but very drinkable it's a little bit sweet but definitely not in like a fruit beer kind of sweet it's just got like like an unfiltered wheat beer kind of has that sweet yeasty taste behind it which i guess in this case is yep. the durian they added but it's definitely there's no stink stank or stunk in it <laughs> but yeah that's kind of the then the downside of it is it doesn't really it's got a slight fruity sweetness but you get used to that pretty quick and then just sort of tastes like a pilsner and then there's really no cashews like i guess cashews don't have that strong of a flavor to begin with uh so they'd be hard to detect and i think it's a little the mouthfeel is just a little thicker than your average pilsner and so maybe oh. that's what the cashews real contribution is could be that oil that it contributes yeah from being a nut yeah um not crazy in the coconut overall it was good i liked it i'd drink it again uh i'll give it a 7.5 that's pretty good. It's pretty strong rating. Yeah, like this was good beer. Came in a bomber. Looks like it's a small batch thing. It's got a bottle number on it and everything. Yeah, that's so. that's Mobcraft. Mobcraft's really small. I, I think I had a beer or two of theirs that had a really interesting concept. I had a, a chocolate banana stout that was the same thing with the batch number and everything, and I was really disappointed by it because it didn't taste like chocolate or banana. Oh, yeah. So it does say on the bottle, submitted by Anendo Brewing Company in Madison, Wisconsin, which I have no idea what that is. I've never heard of it, but maybe we'll have to check that out. What the, what the out. fuck is and this? I don't know. I guess they take submissions for ideas for beer, but why would another brewing company submit an idea for beer? Maybe they get like funding or a recipe out of it or something. Maybe just press. I guess you can... It's a brewery that we haven't heard of when we fucking live here. Right, so. and there's... <laughs> I think a lot of breweries around here, but I've heard of yeah. most of them at least. They allow you to submit beers on mobcaftbeer.com and people can like share and vote for their favorite ideas for beer, it looks cool. like. So, yeah, maybe we'll have to submit some ideas or check that out on a future episode. I'll just brew myself and get that dollar for me. Dollar, dollar bills. That's right. Yeah, okay. 
So, um, oh, I gotta recommend it to someone. This is a pretty good, I think, session beer. If you're if you're watching football or something and you don't want to drink the the swill that your friend has so rudely brought to the party, you can <laughs> grab a bottle of this and have something a little little different. Be a little more highbrow than the the swine around you. All right, all right, sounds good. Speaking of swine, I had <laughs> whole hog Russian Imperial Stout. I- Sweet transition. Sweet transition, Sam. It's better than any that Tyler has ever done, ever. (laughs) So I'll take it. (laughs) You're probably right. So this is a Russian Imperial Stout, 8.6 ABV. Where's this shit from? Uh, Stevens Point, Wisconsin. So this is not a Russian Imperial Stout. This is a stout, but they they shouldn't kind of tout themselves with that much thickness or darkness or sweetness or maltiness. But at the same time, it wasn't bad. I I thought this was a um, kind of a passable, inoffensive stout. I I feel like usually beers that are 8.6... You don't usually accidentally finish while you're recording a podcast halfway through, and, and, yeah. for, and f- like forget you're drinking it. So like, like that's cool. That is drinkable, but it's a, it's if it says Russian Imperial Stout, what I'm looking for isn't drinkability. I'm looking yeah. to get my ass kicked and for it to be really tasty, you know. Right. So I, I'm gonna give it a six six. I thought it was I thought it was a fine beer, but I I think it's mislabeled. Fuck off, Becca. Fe- Becca, <laughs> fuck off. They said fuck off, Becca. I love you too, Sam. Get out of here. She's not Wait, fucking. Wait, he's dead here too. No, it's yours. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. Totally fuck Wow. She's <laughs> she wasn't fucking. <laughs> oh, boy, chump. <laughs> I was going to say congratulations to Jen. Yeah. All right, Thanks. anyway. Thanks, baby. Graduated from Allegheny. <laughs> Boris, Boris congratulated like a couple years ago, but whatever. You could still congratulate me. So I'd recommend this. No, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to kind of flip the script. Instead of Whoa. instead of recommending it to somebody, I'm going to say that no one should avoid this beer. Okay. I think that if you like stouts, you'll be fine with this beer cuz it's inoffensive. And if you don't like stouts, then this is like a pretty tame variety of it. So anyone go ahead and try it, but I'm not going to tell anyone to seek this out cuz it's just there's not enough to it to warrant hunting it down. That makes sense. Okay, I had Lagunitas Equinox Pale Oat Ale. This was an interesting beer. I liked it, I gotta say. I think I'm gonna give it a 7.1. You know, it definitely had the pale ale kind of blast of hop at the front. It was kind of alcoholic at the front, too, which is normally something I'm not that into. I don't really like a whole lot of booziness. But Especially in a pale it was ale. So, yeah, but this pale ale, like, the oats just made it so smooth that it worked. You know, the smoothness of the mouthfeel kind of worked with the, the hit of booze and hops to make it really enjoyable. So that's why I'm going to give it a 7.1. I would recommend this to anybody who, I don't know, somebody who wants uh, like the alcohol and kind of the refreshment of an IPA, but who doesn't necessarily like the bitterness and who maybe wants something a little more filling than a, than a normal pale ale. That's kind of a weird recommendation. But that's where I'm going with it. So I'm sure that person exists somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> right. I don't know. It, I like this beer, but an oat pale ale is kind of a weird style, and I'm not really sure how to talk about it. You know so. who might like that? I could see the big unit liking that. Yeah, maybe. This one's for you, the big unit, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Try it out, perhaps. Or don't. Uh, Whatever. Or don't. Yeah. Sam, what are you drinking next week? I have Southern Tears. Tangier Session IPA with tangerine peels. 
Oh, that's interesting because I think of Southern Tier as a big ABV brewery and a session IPA, I think is supposed to be slow ABV. Yeah. So what do we got? So, I mean, it's session for Southern Tier because it comes in at 8.8. 8. So that's pretty low. No I'm, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm fucking with you. It's 4.6. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, geez, they got confused. Yeah, four I mean four six is that's the ABV of a session IPA. And I, I'm like almost disappointed in them that it's not like, you know, six because they yeah. they always have high ABV stuff. And so they kind of stuck true to style this time. And I, I like almost everything Southern Tier comes out with, not two by one. Fuck you, two by one. But other than that, everything they make I really like. So I I don't know, session IPA is not really my favorite thing and Tangerine peels, I find slightly off-putting, but I think it could be interesting. So, we'll see. Are you not All into right. citrus fruits? Really, it's the word peels that gets me. Because the, the peel is the bitter part. Well, that's where, like, the... If you want the flavor without a bunch of sugar, really, the peel is the way to go. Oh, is that is that how all orange... It's kind of a citrus thing. Beers? Like, if you ever hear zest, that's basically just ground up yeah. peel. They yeah. just, like... Grate it They just grate off bit, the top. Yeah. yeah. So... Well, uh, yeah, I also have felt kind of weird about the, uh, like, session IPA category. Because I'm not the IPA's biggest fan because I'm not huge on bitterness. So if I drink an IPA, I'm at le- I'm like, well, at least I'm getting messed up. But uh, session IPA takes that away a little. So we'll see what you think of it next week. Curious. I mean, cool. session, session IPAs are generally less bitter and more accessible. Yeah, that's true. Well, in any case, you can email us at BrewsdayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BrewsdayTuesday. You can comment on all of our hilarious links at BrewsTues.com. Other than that, uh, everybody stay strong. Don't let the best keep you down. We will see you next week. Bye. Good brother, man. I'm sorry, Barley. Oh, do you I, know the be- the only good thing that came out of that was that uh, Boris Boris kissed my hand a little bit just now. Oh, <laughs> never wash it again. Three seconds gonna be so jealous.